Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. Hey everybody, welcome back to Ike Live. I hope you're having a wonderful Friday night. I know I am. Mike, we have an announcement. Big announcement right now. Yes. yes, we've had some answers. It only took two, it only took a couple hours um, to the trivia question from an hour or two ago. Trivia question to the question which was, <laughs> what jig inspired the man stone jig? And we have some answers. Eric, the intern. All copied. So, Ike Live's <laughs> biggest fan got very close. He said the Riverside Big Wag. Which Ooh. is not the jig. It's not it's the jig. Riverside Big Wag was a worm was that worm. looked like a gator tail. Worm, looked like a gator sort of, tail. Right? It was a very big close. Riverside yes. was the right company. Yes, very company. But the Big Wag is a worm. The Big Wag is a worm. And, and the, then, uh, yes. Shortly after that, Cressy finally got it right. Flipping jig from Riverside is the correct answer. Right? It's a Riverside jig. It's Riverside. He it's said flipping jig, jig. Riverside jig. Yeah. That's got to be okay, close Okay, we'll give that to him. Cressy! You are the winner of the Ike Live gift pack, Cressy. Yes, yes, yes. Dave, uh, I mean, uh, uh, Pete, <laughs> I don't know if you knew this, but Stormtrooper new guest. showed up on the couch during the break. Stormtrooper, how you doing today? Very well, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stormtrooper, I know you fished for a long time, and I know yes. early on, way back 80s, mid-80s, late-80s, early-90s, Riverside and the the Riverside jig was a was a favorite of yours. You want to talk about that? Correct. For indeed, we did fish the Riverside jig until it went away, and Manstone jig totally took the template. <laughs> <laughs> the Manstone jig took the template. It had a smaller hook, which made it less effective than the Stone jig. <laughs> <laughs> now, what about trailers? I, I I saw something in your resume about yes. Big Wag and about Air Claw. Sure, sure, for sure. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Air Claw. <laughs> I won many, many, very many top rod tournaments on the jig with a big claw trailer. Yeah. Green. Tara, four, not bit, and beat many of these fools in the room. <laughs> now, I want to go way back and specifically Hit it. want to talk about a tournament on East Lake, Listening. where ah. the entire field caught yes. nothing but pickerel. None. And somehow Stormtrooper caught three bass flipping three? to win the event. I've never won big one. No, three. Indeed. Three. three. Oh. So. Listen closely. <laughs> it was all on a cheek. But it was not Riverside. It was indeed... Oh, rattleback. rattleback. Yes. Oh, a rattleback. With a big crow chatter. Oh. My nephew at the time, who was 10, landed each fish and managed to land on every rod in my crawdad <laughs> like it was a hammock. I remember Laying that. on them. <laughs> I wanted to kill him. <laughs> wow. I remember that. It's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you, Beat. Thank you. Great win. Uh, Stormtrooper, what's the biggest innovation in fishing in the last 10 or 15 years? Oh. In your opinion? Oh, boy. Uh, let's see. <laughs> <laughs> the Hobie Kayak. Oh! 
I have successfully traversed the Delaware River in it. <laughs> wow. Yes. Stay tuned. Wow. That's amazing. There now, that's great. I did. That's amazing. Yep. Now, talk a little bit about rods and reels, Stormtrooper. You're Certainly. A, you're a big guy. Go. You're powerful. Yes. You like weaponry. <laughs> Certainly. Uh, a lot of guys go ultralight, borderline sissy. Gay. But talk, <laughs> talk a little bit about what kind of rods and reels and, and actions of rods do you use? Oh, sure. Everything is seven foot or higher. <laughs> Medium heavy. No less than 20 pound blade in the face. <laughs> this 6 to 2 ratio will no, no less. Gay <laughs> <Okay>, otherwise. <laughs> Next question. Okay. Uh, it's a great segue. Thank you. It's a great segue <laughs> because uh, Eric the intern. Slightly I, disparaging. I do want to talk to you. Huh? Get off me so I can take helmet off, please. <laughs> Brian. Brian? What happened? Next shot, please. So Get the shot up? off the couch. <laughs> so we can, uh, Eric the intern, speaking of rods <laughs> and reels, there's a, <laughs> there's a uh, Ike Foundation Kids event tomorrow. Hadn't We're late. giving every kid that's pre-registered, over 200 kids, a Ike Dude Ultralight Combo. Either a spin cast or a spinning. It's a really cool little deal going on. The ultralight spinning is not necessarily a kid's ride. No, it is not. You so here's my side of it. So, so yeah, yeah. So I do a lot of things at Pro Edge. And one of my jobs on Wednesday was to spool all of these spinning rods. Hundreds of rods you had yeah. to spool. Oh, which is, you know, it's fine. Doing my job. But halfway into this process, I got the idea to take one of these rods with me to North Jersey the next day. So I remember looking at you, I was like, hey, Mike, I'm going to take one of these up north. I'm going to catch a five-pounder on yeah. it. Yeah. And you it's look at me. It's called shoplifting. Eric just admitted to stealing from the kids. <laughs> yep, that's true. That's true. I, that, that's a fact. But I looked at you Taking and I said that. Well, then Mike was an accomplice to this because he said, do it. I said, do it. But yeah. I could tell, you know... You didn't really think I was going to go up there and catch a five-pounder. I didn't know. Maybe, I didn't maybe. know what was going to happen. So I bring it up there, and I, I had an awesome day, man. I had almost 23 pounds for my best five. Wow. And three of the five fish, smallmouth and largemouth, I weighed in that, or would have weighed in that day if I had a bag, came on that rod. And I have some footage right here to pull up. I'd like to see it. And, yep. and let everybody know, E, real quick, let everybody know, ultralight rod. Uh, this is the same exact setup the kids are going to get what tomorrow. What test? Six-pound test line. Six-pound mono. these fish. I want. I want to see this. This is unbelievable. It's just a couple little highlights. It's not Same like rod. Clips Amazing hit play. <laughs> oh, it's not. It's not crop. Hang on. It's not crop. Shocking. Round Valley Reservoir. Not Round Valley. <laughs> you're wrong. Oh. So this is the five-pound largemouth I caught. I saw him oh blowing God. up on an alewife over there, and I started casting to it. Like, dude, combo is it? Oh. Got him. Hear that drag going? Whoa, look at that. Working flawlessly. Ooh. And yes, oh, I yeah. netted this fish. That's the one, baby. You, know, you can all. That's the one right there. Good job on the fight, E. Something right to yeah! There it goes. Yeah! Like, Let's dude, come Wow! Hey, 
Damn, this is the dude. rod I caught him on. These setups are going to be given away tomorrow at the Ike Foundation event at Haddon Lake. Damn, me. Look at that. This is five minutes later. Hey, this is five minutes slob. later. Oh! oh look at I saw that. I saw a bend in the Oh, that's a smallmouth. That's a giant smallmouth. Oh, my God. Good <laughs> 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 Is the camera on? Oh, look at him run. See the rod? Same setup, baby. Wow. Beautiful wow. fish. Oh, that that's four pounds all day. Insane. Not quite that five. I said I was going to get a five-pound smallmouth on this setup on the Instagram. Stop bragging. That's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's the nice dad job, yesterday, man. Guys. Wow. Great rod. It handled those fish perfectly, and I'm happy that the kids are getting a, a great wow. product tomorrow. Savage. Mm. <laughs> that is awesome. They're good catches. Six pound test. Savage, I only, I only man. I wish that E was around when I showed up tonight with my video to edit. Oh, here we go again. That's a bitch. What even there? <laughs> he was fishing. He yeah, was in a different, a different realm. Yeah, he was fishing all right. <laughs> all right we're going to have a conversation. Different dimension. Yeah. His mind was in a different yeah. realm. Yeah. 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 Uh, real quick, uh, Rebecca. <laughs> Miss Rebecca is making a special appearance in the backpack. You want to get on the mic? You want to say anything about tomorrow's event? Speak. At Haddon Lake Park, <laughs> Lake Foundation Kids event. I know it's it's pretty much full, but you want to talk about it a little bit? Um, sure, I would love to. Okay. So, uh, so yes, we are full. We are maxed out at 200 kids. We're super excited. All right, um, thank you. Every kid that shows up is going to get the rod and the reel. They're going to get everything they need, the hooks, the worms, the lures, everything they possibly need to go fishing, including, you know, suntan lotion, sunglasses, making sure we're keeping everybody protected. Yeah. It's really? going to be warm tomorrow. Yeah. It's going to be hot. But you need a raincoat. But um, lots of prizes. Every kid gets, you know, like a hot dog and chips. Like we feed them um, Rita's water ice. Johnny Venora is going to be there. Johnny. Making sure the kids are nice and cool with their uh, Rita's. Mm -hmm. But um, no, I wish you would be give us some Kytec jigs. <laughs> Wait, why do you say us? Instead of the Rita's. What are you, a kid? <laughs> what are you, a kid? Did you say Johnny Venor? Chris Vidal? <laughs> Chris so anyway, Alfonso. It's gonna, it's gonna be, a, it's gonna be a, a great time. We stocked the lake earlier this week, yes. so these kids are gonna be whacking some fish, which very is fish. very exciting. Um, and yeah, we've got a ton of great people coming out, volunteers. We've got um, casting demonstrations. The kids get to paint their own lures. The Boy Scouts are coming, so lots of great stuff just to kind of get the kids into the outdoors and, and give them, you know, some inspiration of stuff to do. True or false? <laughs> the ladies from 710 will be there. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to walk back. Uh, <laughs> real quick, Beck. Why, local humor. <laughs> real quick, Beck, while you're here, uh, Ike Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am, oh. yeah. July 20th and 21st. Some big announcements in the last week. Want to talk a little bit about that? And how can people register? for the Ike Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am. Right, so you can go online to our website, theikefoundation.org, to register. You can sign up to fish out of your own boat with up to two other people. So it's, there's always three people per boat. And any price you see is for all three of you to be splitting. It's not per person. Um, or you can fish out of a boat with a pro. Um, you can also be part of our kayak tournament. The kayak winner gets a birth to the Hobie Worlds. What? Um, wow. This year, once again, someone's going to be winning an awesome bass cat boat. Oh, and that's right. 
Um, rumor has it, I think we might actually have a motor on the back of that boat this what? year for the winter. Yeah. So yeah. huge prizes. But here's the coolest part. <laughs> so we've got some amazing professional anglers coming out that you potentially could be fishing with or against. And we have some really cool celebrities. I feel like half the UFC world is like a bunch of fish heads, and they're going to be joining up. us. Thank you, Brian's a comment, though. Stop them. <laughs> but I've got, I'm going to do one of those. Um, Let's get some names. Oh, um, um, Adam Milstead, Clay Guida. 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 Clay the Carpenter Guida. Clay Guida. Um, Jim, Jim Miller. Miller's coming out. Hell yeah. Shaw Grigsby? Shaw Grigsby? Yeah, he's a UFC right. star for sure. Hell yeah. Gary Shaw Klein? Gary Klein. No, Aaron Martin, Steve Aaron Kennedy, um, Zell Danes are coming, Boyd Duckett. So we've got some really awesome anglers coming. Ed Bassmaster? Ed Bassmaster? <laughs> he'll he'll the celebrities of the Cag Division. <laughs> the stormtrooper will be um, fishing. But listen, I'm going to pull a mic and say that I might have an announcement of an announcement. Um, Kate at um, the foundation has been working very hard to potentially get some football players out. Ooh, so we might have some names Eagles. to announce soon right. that Super are going to make y'all want to come out. Yeah. <laughs> They're checking their schedule, football. but we might have some... like. Okay. Pretty right. cool dudes out there. Okay, all right. <laughs> cool dudes, she said. Cool dudes out there with us. Everyone's a cool dude. Don't don't take is a chance. Is Trent coming back? Um, I, I don't know, Mike. Is Trent coming say- back? Did you have a chance to talk to him? No, could be. He could, could be. be. Not confirmed yet. Just and he's that. homies with Fletcher Cox, who I, I stalked his Instagram page, and he <laughs> loves to bass fish. What? Really? That's yeah. Fletcher does? Yeah. He's well, like holding up like seven Jeez. pounders and stuff. I donated a dollar today to Carson Wentz Foundation. Yeah. I bought a Chick-fil-A breakfast sandwich. Big Paula. Don't find us kayak, guys. Are we allowed to breathe in this event? What do you do we have to have pads on? What are you doing? I don't even know what you said. I said, can we breathe in this event? Or do we have to have pads to breathe? (laughs) (laughs) Can we breathe? All right. I want to know... um, John McGraw, are you fishing going to Fish Lake Foundation event this year? And if you do, what you gonna, what's going to be your strategy? Not fish with Brian. <laughs> that's, <laughs> a, that's the deal you talked about. Seventy percent of the time, it's bad. All I got to say is, uh, but thirty percent of the time, it goes amazing. All I got to say is, Brian Stockwell is like a Hall of Fame baseball player. <laughs> Right? What does that go. mean? Yeah, you can fail seventy percent of the time and still make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> <laughs> right? Shenanigans. You know what I mean? Right? Nah, nah. Shenanigans. I, mean, uh, I don't know. I, don't I know. declare Maybe shenanigans. Dude, here's the interesting thing, Pete. John, go into detail I, about I, that. I, no, I do. I want to get Pete's opinion on this. No, it's it's hard point. to win that tournament because, yeah. dude, there's it's no, not Pete. There's not one strategy that works. Like you've been consistent, but you haven't won. Nope. You got to put there's time on the river. Well, that's because there's exactly. guys hold on me no, in the bro. last tournament. <laughs> they stole my fish because right. oh, I was gosh. hamming it up to the camera doing stupid YouTube stuff like Eric, <laughs> and I and I failed to to get to the point before those guys did <gasps> when you. they caught a four pounder on the exact point that I was heading to, wow. which wins the tournament for me. So I'm not doing any social media <laughs> clapping in front of him. Dude's over. Wow. <laughs> I beg you to ask your Sancho how hard it is to win. The Miller brothers went home with his boat. 
Oh, they did, did. Did the Miller brothers put a motor on that boat yet? Probably no. not. No. Do you know? They are probably sitting in it. Are still sit- right now? Is it still sitting in Jim's backyard? Oh, the- man. He's it got bales of hay in it, shooting arrows at it. Uh, oh, Lord. Is it growing oh, tomato plants yet? It is. John, so let me, let me switch you. What would your strategy be for this year? Give me give me an idea of what your strategy is going to be. Fish with Mike Centaur. <laughs> That's a good strategy. That's a good strategy. <laughs> That's a winning strategy. Well, you know, Mike spends a lot of time on the water. You know what I mean? The thing is, is like you need to get out there. And you Not as much put, anymore. Yeah. True. A new job. Yeah. True. But, um, Thank God. Yeah, you need to get out there and you got to understand what's going on. Yeah, that's the problem. Me and John never got out on the water. We got, what, a half a day on the water? Yeah, I got one day, and me and you got a half a day. Yeah. And then the year before, you you and Mike got a half a day. Yeah, it's just not good. Excuses are monuments of losers. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Grown-ups got to work, man. The thing is, is and it goes back to what Mike says, is like, you got to practice. You got to know everything that's going on. Brian knows yeah. what's going on in that river. Yeah. No, I, I used honest, to know I gotta be 10 honest. years the thing ago. Is, is like, here, here's the thing. It's like what I knew about the river like three or four years ago isn't the same as no, what it's it not. is now. No, it's not. Right? Things have changed. changed a little bit. Things you know have changed mean? a little bit. Oh, There's what? a lot of things that, you know, as far as like heights of the, the water column and what you know is in you know on right. underwater and right. what's up you know above water that's always <laughs> never going to change most of the time and it, you know what and even though last year me and brian we rolled in a spot that was always underwater that wasn't underwater right. you know what i mean and so there things do change. No tide yeah well, but when you have a low I, tide of seven foot that's yeah that's i can t- i can tell you this things. my my honest opinion is that the northern sucks, section of the sucks. river is becoming a player again oh yeah that's it's definitely safe, mike it's safe no, I'm telling you, it's, it's star- I think it's starting to reverse. Well, it won a last bit. year. It won last mm-hmm. year. It took to second the year before, or yeah. third or something. And then here's the other one There's that surprises me. In the two or three years of the Ike Foundation tournament, it surprises the shit out of me that no one has won in the Rancocas River yet. It's bound no, to that happen. Surprise me at all? No, it surprises me. I went in there at all, dude. I went in there. It surprises me. I went all the way back. I know you got to know the Rancocas. And it, it, it's years to know the Rancocas. It's not just going to practicing the Rancocas God, for some the good first time well, ever. My, That's a complicated you know, river, dude. My, the yeah. way that I've been fishing these tournaments would win a multi-day tournament, or, or at least contend oh, yeah. well, to win well, a multi-day that's right. tournament. That's right, it there. would. But it's not winning the day. The day. And, I, and, and I'm re-strategizing. Yeah. I'm retooling yep. to this year to win the day. Yeah, and I, I and I and I haven't decided exactly what that's going to look like yet, yeah. but uh, that's going to be my goal. Let yeah. us not forget, Newton Creek and Cooper River for the <laughs> kayak division. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? <laughs> what do you think, Mike? That's true. Yeah, I man, I I still I still like Cooper. I like Cooper over Newton. I like Cooper. Last year, Cooper was drawn low because of the rain, sucked all the fish yeah, out. Yeah, see, that's that's a bad thing. But when they that, don't know. Right. Newton won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Barring, barring the water level dropping, Cooper River. And they always away. mess with the water level there. And the and the scholars. How did they affect the kayaks? Not at all, because if his, if, if his vault was going to be won, it was going to be won in Camden. They don't go over there. <laughs> they stay over there. Come on, up the creek. Camden no, over there. Well, size. Up, if you're talking about size, you, got to go to you want to go to Camden. If if it's a regular tournament, you look for numbers. Right. 
go to Haddonfield and you blow everybody away. Otherwise, it's you go to Newton and catch. Uh, but this is inches. Yes. This is this is on inches. It's three fish. So you got to get three, three big ones. Oh, okay. And okay. it is along the three fish. They been. Mm. Not twelve fish. So all six, all five, so, all four. Early on, are you going to Camden? Or are you going to Newton? If they don't, trains this damn place like it's the last year. Yes, Cooper River will be where I'm at. Otherwise, Newton. One train, Newton. <laughs> One train. <laughs> two trains, absolutely Newton. <laughs> Is that the only two options for the kayak division? Yes. Hey, I'll say you'll go. Why are you hollering at me? I don't know. I'm coming. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching MLF. What? What's what's the guy Scott that just welcome to the MLF? Oh, the guys are he's oh, oh yeah. Are you yeah. talking about Shelly Sanders? Lurch, Lurch. Yeah, Scott. He's always Lurch. hollering at yeah. me. Yeah. Then yeah. are we going to have Shelly Sanders? I tell you, I watched the MLF in the last week. That was fascinating. The sudden death. Um, it was amazing. Except for he was hollering at me. Yeah. And um, MLF's and a great, great property. Great. Stop format. being offended. And Mega Mine. Don't be a puss. Doing the commentating. Oh yeah. That's what Jake calls him. Yeah. Jake was watching it with me. Yeah. Mega Mind? No. Because he got a big head. Yeah, he's got a big bald head. Oh okay. Looks like Mega Mind. Marty Stone. Yeah. Marty Stone. Yeah. Mega. Mind. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Wow. Damn, Jake. That's good. Jake hit hard. <laughs> Jake's hit hard, man. Yeah, talking about kids, you know what's funny? So, a funny story, my, my son. Just find out the other day to another parent who was an informant. My son was apparently running a ring at his school using my snack lunch money to buy. They get these paws. They're called paws because, like, the team. What are you guys chewing? Fucking nachos back there? <laughs> That's me. That's Pete chewing. Ah, Pete, Dude, I've been listening to you. You can't be chewing ice on the... Listening to you breathing heavy and coughing for the microphone all night. All right. I'll finish. You Sorry. can't deal with a little chewing? I may have done both. Listen. Long story short, my son got busted leading the ring. They have these paws for, like, when you get awarded for doing something good. They get these paws because, like, the, 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 the anthem or whatever, the mascot of the school, some kind of cat. It's like, like he a was lottery using, pick. No, I was financing this thing. He was <laughs> using like my money on the snack on the snack tip to buy paws off of the kids. And he got to lead the pep rally based off, like, bought paws that he didn't hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. He was totally That's running over. like a scam, dude. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was upset about it. He, if he's watching, he knows. He, he, it wasn't good. Wow. He, he did wrong on that, but I caught him. He got a couple Back girlfriend's numbers. They ain't got the girls' numbers. Nah, they're, 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 they're great, but he was, yeah, he, right. no doubt. He was, uh, that's why I said uh, his his mom's half Italian. I said, if you were at least half or more Italian, you wouldn't have got caught. I said, because you were a quarter Italian, you got pulled as Polish. You got too much Polish. Yeah, you got busted, dude. All right. Speaking of Polish, uh, we're gonna we're gonna continue on, (laughs) and uh, we've got uh, Pete a a really current topic right now, uh, which is um, exotics, uh, invasive invasive species. Um, You know, a lot of this happening right now. All across the United States, all across the world, really. Um, but yeah, but you know, you're talking, you're talking grasses, you're talking uh, zebra mussels. There's so many different things going snake on. Snakeheads. Snakeheads. Uh, the list goes on and on. 
but it was really brought to everyone's attention. It's kind of, you know, it was kind of forced to the forefront last week on it Kentucky It was shocking Lake. to me. Right. I didn't know they of, were in Kentucky A lot of people Lake. didn't know. A lot of people didn't know. Yeah. A lot of people didn't know they were in there to that extent. Um, mm-hmm. And then you saw social media posts from elite anglers. And, Mark Menendez yeah, on stage. On stage. Timmy Horton on stage. You saw posts. And then you saw guys talking about it during the weigh-in itself, live. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I think this is a great moment to talk a little bit about it. Eric, the intern, we're going to open up to the, the IMs are open, and we want to get everybody's opinion on it. But we've got, you know, uh, when, when, when we thought, hey, who's a b- bigger expert on this topic than anybody? Gene came to mind. And, uh, you know, he's, from a standpoint of conservation and fish biology, he's the smartest guy I know. Um, so we're going to get him on the phone. We're going to talk a little bit about the Asian carp problem that they're having in, in Kentucky Lake and other places. So, Brian, do we have him on the phone? I think we do. We do. Okay, so joining us Live on the phone right now is the BASS Conservation Director. One hell of a guy, really smart guy. We've had him on the show a lot. Uh, Gene Gilliland joins us. Gene, how you doing? I'm doing well, Mike. Thanks for having me. Gene, I've butchered your name so many times. I've, I've got my my last name's Iconelli. Your name seems real easy, but I, I've seemed to butcher your name several times tonight. But uh, thanks for joining us tonight. Thank you, thank you. No problem. It's uh, it, it's been that way for all of my life that people can't quite figure out how to pronounce it. But hell, my dad pronounced it different from my mother did. So, I'm <laughs> <laughs> well, so. In, enlighten us, Gene. How, how should we be saying it? <laughs> I, I I say Gilliland. Gilliland. Okay. So, yeah. That's so. good. That's how, that's the way you said it. That is the way I said it. After I wrote no, a note you said about Gilligan. it. After yeah. I wrote a note about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gene. You know, I, th- I think for a lot of people, this is, it's not new, but I think it was brought back to light after last right. week's event on Kentucky Lake. Um, you know, the bigger issue of exotics and uh, invasive species, and then more specifically, Asian carp, big head carp, you know, almost seeming like it's taking over Kentucky Lake. Do, do you want to, do you... Do you want to start from the beginning? Like, is this new? Has this just happened, or has this been a gradual process over the years where these things have gotten into the system? Right. Well, the, these things escaped from from fish farms in Arkansas uh, probably 20 years ago, and they they migrated up the Mississippi, up the Ohio. They come through the locks at the Kentucky Lake Dam, and they got into the Tennessee River. Uh, about 10 years ago. So they've been in the system for a while. Uh, I, you know, when this whole thing kind of blew up, I, I got on the phone and talked to the Kentucky and Tennessee wildlife people to find out what their take on it was. And, you know, they're they're doing everything they can to, to try to, to control the population so that it doesn't become uh, a, a real, real problem. It, yeah. It's a problem, but right now it's one of those things where they're not seeing a lot of real big changes in the fish, the bass population. They may live in different places. They may behave differently. But as far as numbers, what they're seeing isn't isn't a whole lot different than what they would normally see in the average ups and downs that you see over, you know, say, 10 years or so. 
but it could get a lot worse. And right. to the point where it is like on the Illinois River, uh, the, the river that comes, that connects the, uh, they're, they're trying to keep them out of the Great Lakes. Um, you know, where there, there's such a problem up there where they make up like 70% of the total numbers of fish in, the, in that river. Right. And the, the, the thing that I think it's, that really is kind of a problem is that Congress and a lot of state legislators are so focused on keeping them out of the Great Lakes that they're forgetting about other places that they're going. Uh, right. Congress has put $50 million towards a process of trying to keep them out of the Great Lakes. Kentucky and Tennessee, the amount of money they've gotten from the feds to help battle it is like $400,000 compared to $50 million. Wow. So the, the big thing that they're seeing, is it's, it's a matter of money. Right now it looks like the, the best way to control these things is going to be with commercial fishing. The right. guy from Kentucky was telling me that, that the numbers in Barkley Lake are actually lower than Kentucky Lake because there's more commercial fishing going on there. The problem uh, is the commercial fishermen are not doing as much as they could because they can't make any money. The, the price per pound of these things is just not high enough for people to get into the business. Right. And so that means that the government's got to subsidize it to make it work. And the only way that's going to happen is for people that live in Kentucky and Tennessee and Alabama and Mississippi, anywhere along the Tennessee River, they're going to have to get uh, emails and personal letters and sent to their state le- representatives and to their congressmen and say, right. this is a big deal. You know, we we got to get people mobilized to write your congressman. I, mean, I know that sounds kind of corny, but that's that's what it's going to take to try to divert some some money, some real money, to get these things under control. I think if we can knock them down with commercial fishing, we can get to a point where they're not going to be uh, detrimental to our bass fisheries. Right. But if we don't get something done, you know, in the next couple three years, the populations are creeping upstream. They're already in Pickwick. They're working their way towards Gunnersville. I mean, there's, you know, it's uh, it's a bad deal, and 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 what's going to fix it, unfortunately, is is throwing money at it. And the way that's going to work is people are going to just have to start complaining a lot more to their elected representatives. Right. Out, outside of commercial fishing, is there other solutions to control the population? And 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 do they have? Nat, is there a natural predator to, to a, an Asian carp or no, big-headed carp? There's not really. There's, no, they're, they're really they grow so darn fast. Uh, you know that that's part of the problem is that you know they they're filter feeders. They don't feed on other fish. They they filter out the plankton. But that's the base of the food chain for everything else. But there, there's some other kind of you know science fiction stuff going on right now. They're trying to develop some some special hormone stuff that might, uh, you know, sterilize the fish. They're talking about trying to, to do some crazy things where they, uh, they, introduce, uh, they introduce fish into the population, had their genes altered 
so that as they spawn with each other, you wind up with a population that's mostly males, which once that happens, the population hey. crashes. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, they're, they're, they're doing stuff like that with, with some other species of fish. So there's, yeah. there's a chance that it could, it could work. But there again, uh, somebody's got to pay for it. Right. It's, and, and that's where we get hung up. It's it, the, the, that's the kind of thing that it's going to take a lot of pressure on Congress to get something going on this. It's funny you said that, Gene, because that same hormone that you're talking about, Eric the intern took that, and he's yeah, it's the metrosexual hormone. Yeah, trying to give those guys. Yeah, <laughs> Eric spawns mainly with other males, so that. Hey, hey Gene, Gene, it's Dave. Gene, it's Asian carp. Hey, Gene, it's Dave. I got a question. In terms of commercial fishing, what kind of yep. impact is there any that you've estimated it would have on the species we're targeting in terms of? Oh, next to none. Uh, commercial fishing is, uh, you know, as far as the, the impacts on, on bass populations and, and, and the forage, you know, shad and stuff like that, uh, it, it's, it, yeah, there's going to be a few get caught, but in, the, in the, the grand scheme of things, it's very, very minimal impact. Uh, the, the kind of nets that they use, the places they set them, uh, are, are just not going to be the kind of things that uh, are typically going to catch bass. One one of the reasons, you know, for for years, when when state agencies are sampling black bass, they don't use net because they're such a poor way of collecting fish for for getting a sample. Right, the so, uh, right. Yeah, you use electrofishing for the most part. Yeah. So you know that's that's one of the good things is that the the commercial netting is it, pretty targeted. And I don't think it's uh, it's a big concern from the, the standpoint of uh, catching bass in their nets. So, from your professional opinion, what kind of a price tag would it cost to be able to net these things? Well, the uh, you know that's that's a I don't know sixty four million dollar question. Um, yeah. it, it's one of those kind of things to where do you want to keep looking? I mean, Tennessee River, then you got the Ohio River, you got the Missouri River. They're they're in the Red River. They're in the Arkansas. Uh, I mean, these things have spread pretty much throughout the Mississippi Basin up until they hit a dam somewhere that doesn't have a lock on it. And if there's a lock on it, they go right through with the barge traffic. So the things are spreading all over the place. And, uh, you know, in, in the, you talk about nationwide control, you could be talking about hundreds of millions of dollars to be able to make this thing to get these things under control yeah. uh, until you know until some of this science fiction stuff kind of comes true that it seems like that commercial fishing is really the only viable answer that we have for controlling these who's, what? Eat, who's eating these things yeah what are yeah, the right. what are, where's the are they selling it for they, dog food the, or what are they market, doing with it? the markets in china okay. uh, the the problem wow. is by the time the commercial fishermen you know spend all their money on nets and boats and all that kind of stuff the processors process the fish, and then they ship it overseas. The price per pound, I guess, that they're getting for it is just not high enough for a commercial fisherman to yeah. make a profit. And, well, you don't get into business to lose money. So yeah. the only way this is working right now is that the states, uh, Tennessee and, and Kentucky, are having to subsidize that that price. Sure. And, and they just don't, you know, the states just... You know that's somebody's fishing license dollars that are 
probably being used for some of that, and maybe the state's kicking in a little bit of general tax money, but it's it's not near enough, right. and and uh, that's that's where we've got to get Congress to pay attention to the fact that this is not just a Illinois River Great Lakes problem, and then I'm not downplaying that. We sure as hell don't want them to get into the Great Lakes. Yeah. I'm up here at Lake St. Clair right now. We've been smallmouth fishing all week, and, and, and we sure don't want to get these things you know, into to Lake Michigan and, yeah. and throughout the Great Lakes, because then then they jeopardize, you know, a huge sport fishery up here. Yeah, Gene, there's a picture. So, there, Gene, you know, a picture. but but it's it's not just a Great Lakes issue. It's, it's definitely something that's a, a lot bigger. Right. And and that's where the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and Congress need to be uh, taken to task and say, look, you know, we need a little love here too. Right. Uh, r- real quick, I, d- I just want to say, you know, my experience from last week there is, you know, I I had the first day of practice, I pulled into a little, sort of like a little drain, and pulled in, dropped the trolling motor, the noise of the trolling motor dropping into the water spooked a giant school of these fish, I'd say in the thousands, and had these fish jumping in the boat, um, had three flop in the boat. It did look like that picture. It did look like that picture. Throughout the practice, I was scan, you know, side imaging, and I, Gene, I saw them from two feet to twenty-five feet in the thousands on my side yeah. imaging. So obvi- obviously, they're changing the way that we fish for bass. Um, right. You know, it's 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 changing it. And in fact, give you two quick stories. And again, I know these things. By the book, they feed on plankton, they feed on feed on algae. But we had Wesley Strader on tonight earlier, Gene. Wesley said mm-hmm. he caught one in the mouth on a crankbait. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I I'm good friends with Ish Monroe. Ish had two of them come up on a frog what? in practice. Two of them come up and try to eat a frog in practice. So, you know, I mean, I guess... Well, now, now, now let, me, let me throw in... A little wrinkle here. Okay. When we talk about Asian carp, there are four species, and they all have a little different diet. And one of the things that I didn't realize until I called Kentucky folks the other day was that that the silver carp are the ones that jump and get in the boats. There's there's a a big head carp and a black carp, which basically feed on other stuff close to the bottom. But the grass carp, the kind that eat the vegetation, yeah, have been shown now to be reproducing in Kentucky Lake, and they will eat a frog. Mm. And they look they look similar, right? Uh, and so there's, you know, they come up and they'll grass and stuff. I mean, you put them in a farm pond and they eat up all the weeds. They'll jump out on the bank and eat the eat the Bermuda grass off the lawn around. Right. But uh, right. You know, so there's 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 a whole you know when we talk Asian carp, it's kind of a there's a lot a group of fish that, yeah uh, that are that are all right. then they're all a problem right. It's not just one. Now now let me ask you this. Right. I'm going to call you the plate on this and just straight up ask you: Is it true that they named the big head carp after Dave Brodzik? <laughs> <laughs> no comment. No comment. Okay. You can say yes. Politically correct. Uh, so. Uh, you know, I, I guess the next thing I just want to ask is, after 
the backlash and, and the feedback from from the guys last week. And mm-hmm. we've heard terms like uh, this, you know, the Tennessee River fisheries are going to be destroyed. The Kentucky Lake is ruined. Uh, it's just a matter of time before Pickwick and Wilson and Gunnersville will be decimated. Are they? Is that fiction or is that true? If there is nothing done to control the populations, I think those could come to pass. Mm. It's just that we're not there yet, and there is a chance of keeping that from happening if we can get ahead of it. Right now, the the fisheries guys were telling me that the the plankton populations and all that kind of stuff they measure in Kentucky Lake aren't that much different than what they normally are. So the even though you see thousands of silver carp out there, they haven't had a, a real detrimental impact on the on the lakes, you know, ecology or anything yet. Yet that's kind of the key. Two years, three years, ten years down the road, if we don't do something it's going to get a lot worse, and that's where you run into that situation like they have in some of those places in the, the Mississippi drainage and the Ohio River and the Illinois River where the carp basically have taken over and and pushed out pretty much all of the other, uh, the game fish and uh, everything else. I know the guys that in the Bass Nation that fished the Illinois River for decades have said, you know, it used to take 20 pounds to win a tournament. Now it takes 12. Uh, and, and a lot of that is because the, the productivity from a, uh, a sport fish population standpoint is just not there like it used to be because there's so many pounds of carp. What, and what can... and that's, that's, I mean, that's kind of the scary thing. If, you know, if, if we don't do something now, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't want to be pessimistic, but I guess I am a little bit. Yeah. Uh, if, if we can't get Congress and, and the state legislators off their butts to to realize that this is a real problem and the economy. I mean, you think about you think about Paris, Tennessee, where you guys were at the tournament. That that town lives and dies on bass tournaments. Yeah, and yeah, there's there's towns like that all up and down. The Tennessee River, yeah, Florence, absolutely, yeah, um, Gunnersville, yeah. You know th- those communities, uh, Dayton, Tennessee, at Chickamauga. You know they, those are the kind of places where the economy is a big deal, and th- and maybe that's the the tactic that people need to think about. If they're writing a letter to their congressman, they need to say, you know, I love to fish, and it's going to screw up my fishing. But it's also going to screw up the economy yeah. of a whole bunch of places up and down the Tennessee River if we don't do something. And, and maybe that needs to be part of the letters people are writing. Yeah. I, you know, it seems like the this is a short-term solution, you know, to get funding uh, for netting. I mean, it seems to me like, you, you know, we've got to be, you know, you're talking about using some science. But what about the? Are there any natural predators? There's got to be no, over the, no. overseas. No, I mean, hillbillies. Uh, that's, fish. that's the problem. Bass eating hillbillies. Once they get established, they they reproduce so fast and they grow so fast that they they outgrow pretty much anything 
I mean, you know, when when they're three, five, six, eight inches long, okay, basket eat them, uh, big blue catfish, uh, whatever. But but they grow to twelve to fourteen inches in in a matter of months. Wow! And wow. so it's you know that's that's the <laughs> challenge is, and, and that's why they think that if at some point if you can commercial fish them down to where it's you know we're never going to get rid of them once they're there they're there yeah but it's, we can manage that, the population and keep their numbers low enough to where they're not hurting anything else let's go back to this this farmer that allowed them to escape yeah well here, what, here, what in the world is he doing what why was he raising why was that being done i don't well, know what here, purpose was but here's were, what i heard they were here. brought into the country as a you know as a food fish uh, they're very popular in asia and uh, they're they're uh, obviously there there's some market for them from a food standpoint, but they were also brought into the country to put in sewage lagoons to help treat water like in, in water treatment facilities because they yeah, can feeders. live in really nasty water, but Ooh, they can help clean us. the water up. They're pooping, wow. and they were raising them in these fish farms. They had some big floods. The fish escaped into the to the rivers that connect into the Mississippi, and away you go. Why the hell don't right. bass breed like that around here? I don't know. I wish they would. Now, I, Gene, real quick, I've got a couple comments that are coming through on our Ike Live social feeds real quick. Rob mm-hmm. Rockwood uh, <laughs> from Runnymede, New Jersey, says, The Asian carp grow faster than Brian the carpenter's penis. I don't know what that means. Uh this here's a actually here's a serious one. Boo. This one comes through. Boo. <laughs> this one comes through from Dave Kashkin. No, no, not true. What? It grows very fine. Thank okay. you. All right. Gene, this one comes through from Dave Kashkin and he says, "Here's the solution. Just get the bass-eating hillbillies from Texas and Louisiana to start eating the Asian carp. <laughs> Problem solved." <laughs> Good, good, good comment, Dave Kashkin. Well, unfortunately, there's nobody keeps enough bass anymore to make a dish. (laughs) I, I don't know. I don't know where it's all going to go. What? It's, it's it's a sad deal. Yeah. Uh, We don't get something done pretty soon. Yeah, I can tell you this. I, you know, I, I think uh, the great thing, Pete. We've talked about this before. The great thing about bass events um, is they highlight the -hmm. good. And the bad sometimes, and that causes action. So I think it's great that we're talking about it. I think it's great that the pros last week have have mentioned it. Gene, thank you for coming on. I think it's great that we're explaining the situation to people so we can take action. We can write our congressmen. You know, we could talk to our politicians. So, you know... Knowledge is power, man. So I'm glad we're right. talking about it. Yep. You know, and Gene, well, and, and and Mike. Next time you go to D.C., hey, there you go. Yeah, you know, you you've got another topic that you can hit those guys with. Yeah, yep. and Gene, we expect you to have this issue under control by next year. <laughs> Counting on you, Gene. <laughs> I'm working on it. I'm working. On it. <laughs> hey, hey, Gene. Brian's goes uh, more strippers, less carp. <laughs> oh boy i don't know uh gene thank, thank you for joining us thank you for enlightening us on on the topic and uh man we we appreciate it and uh thank thank you very much for coming on and we've got you on the hotline now anytime anything 
from a biology and scientific standpoint, we need to know. We're just going to call you. No problem. Hey, Gene, do you know about strippers? <laughs> yes, yes. Right. Strippers or stripers? Stripers. 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 Yeah. yeah, yeah. Hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> oh, Gene, thanks for joining us tonight, man. We appreciate All right. it. Thank you, Gene. You Gene Gilland, everybody. Thank you, Gene. Gene. Uh, wait a minute. Brian, did you say you... Real quick, I know we're, we're running tight, but did you say... Did you have us? We have a special caller coming in. Yes. Who is who's who's coming on the phone right now? Uh, Jun Kang Kung. Okay. Uh, and uh, Topaz. What? <laughs> Topaz. All right, and joining us now on Ike Live, and this is his <laughs> first public interview ever. I'm so happy to have him on here. We always like to get Dave. We always like to get both sides, John, of yeah. of 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 the, the poll, right? We want we heard from Bass. We heard from the pros. Now we're going to hear from the culprit himself. And joining us now, live from Kentucky Lake, is the Asian Carp. Asian Carp, how you doing? Good to hear from you, Asian Carp. I'm not going to freaking cop that. Dude. What? That's yeah. Asian Carp right there. Asian Carp. eating everything no. under the sun. No, it's all right. Asian Carp. I... He's growing like 12 inches every three months. Asian Carp, I, I know you get a bad you get a bad rap, and, and you do look a little funny. Your eyes are set below your mouth, but let's hear from you. Uh, let's, hear, let's hear from you. How, how do you feel about this whole thing? I was let go and... <laughs> Your eyes look just like that guy. I was let go to Arkansas. They didn't tell me where to go. I eat everything. <laughs> that was fucking, what? That was awful. Wait, wait, wait. Wait a minute. I think your eyes drop below your mouth. You. <laughs> wait a minute. Are you, are you telling me you're horrible. not taking credit That's for the worst any of this? Ever seen. I mean, why, why do you reproduce so fast? Why do you grow? And why are you messing up the bass population? I don't care about these guys. <laughs> I just eat and shit. <laughs> he put you on there. Did you just show me? He showed you, man. From character. Oh, I thought that was the Asian car talk. Yeah, I didn't know it was you. I didn't know that was you. I didn't know it was him, Pete. I didn't either. That was God so stupid. It, Dude, that was, was Brian's attempt to be like, come on, let's get on with the show. <laughs> was dumb we got two more things. Come on. Uh, Asian Carp, thanks for joining us. I uh, hope you don't decimate. And what were the three words? I hope you don't. Decimate, destroy, and ruin the entire Tennessee River system. Yeah, yeah. Asian Carp, you're an asshole. Man, that's crazy. Asian Carp. Um, Brian Carpenter, we, we do have uh, – man, what a show, Pete, by the way. Let me re- recap it real quick. Thanks, everybody, for joining us. We've got about 20 more minutes left. Hang in there with us because we got a couple important things coming up. But, dude, what a great show. Wesley Strader. Kevin Van going to win that tournament? I think he's going to win. Dude, how can he not win? How, got, how big a lead does he have? Uh, Brian DeCarpenter, how big of a lead? Wesley Schrader, two pounds? Eric? I think it's five pounds. Five pounds? Dude, that's huge on Lake Norman. That's he's like, that's like 10 pounds that. anywhere else. He's gonna win back back oh, he's going to win back. back. He said that all he needed was 11 or 12 pounds tomorrow okay. and he felt comfortable. Yeah. Right? Yep. He, you know? He could do that. Yeah. Pick up a shaky head. Yeah, but I, fish docks. honestly, yeah. I hate that mindset, though. I know. You know? All, you know, you now, start, you want to kill... 
You, start, you, got, you got to think about. I would rather killer. I would rather be in third, knowing where big fish are living right now, than being right. first, dude. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's hard to be a front runner. Yeah. It really is in that sport, man. It, it you start up on your first spot and it goes south, man. The wheels can start spinning off quick. And uh, I hope. Well, obviously Wesley can adjust. So. He's a beast. Yeah. 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 He's gonna crush it. He's different than us. Yeah. He's he's amazing. Speaking of Wesley, Brian, here's a good segue for you, real quick. Um, the last one of these that Mark Jeffries did, good friend Mark on Bass Zone. Thank you. One on one. He does a one on one tournament, and the last one he did was Gerald Swindle against Wesley Street. Man was great, and they both did really good, but Wesley came out on top. Uh, here's the next one. Is the next one on one on BassZone.com is live on May 30th. Listen to this matchup. You ready for this? Eric Brian's the intern Mule, and Brian, Dave Brosnan. <laughs> no. Brian's Mule versus Delongowski's Black. <laughs> no. No. Uh, Mark Jeffries next one-on-one live May 30th. Mike McClellan wow. versus Jeff Crete. Wow. That's a good one, oh, man. Yeah, that is a good one. McClellan versus the Squirrel. I the like that. The audio, the audio squirrel is alone, awesome, man. Yeah. Yeah, the audio. He said something at the uh, MLF thing. Where remember the, the the sudden death where he was leading. He had 16 pounds before anybody caught a fish. Yeah. And he was fishing slow. And he goes, "There ain't nobody in this field that can out slow me." <laughs> he's he's always got a squirrel comment, and it's always good. And I have a note here that the next one on one is May 30th at 1 a.m. Central Time. No, 10 a.m. Oh, okay. <laughs> The zero now come out and says 1 a.m. Hey, relax. All right. 10 a.m. Central time. Don't be so judgmental. Uh, what keep, else we got? No, keep going. Keep, re- keep reading the BTL announcements. He's got some cool okay. stuff coming up. All right. The next, uh, this is next big Read thing. the copy, Mike. I'm reading it. Here's the cool thing about Mark <laughs> Jeffries and Bass Zone. Dude, he's always got something very unique up his sleeve. And he's going to make a live announcement on May 31st at a.m. Central. A.M. Central? Yep, I'm reading my script. Exactly. <laughs> Come how on, it is. dog. 9 a.m. It clearly it says, says 9 a.m. Central. <laughs> Son of a bitch. We'll announce new live show that has never been done in the history of bass fishing. Just like Ike Live. It's not going to be for everyone. It won't be. It'll be for select. But if you are the select, if you have game, if you have a hairy, furry, droopy, saggy set of balls, <laughs> then this is your chance to show your game I'm out. put up or shut up. <laughs> the classic <laughs> trophy has been found. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Dancing with the devil. Yeah, bro. Wow. 20 feet deep. Come on. You're, you're big bunk. Mm. Come on. FMJK JK. Go on. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Mike <laughs> I don't wow. know what the fuck I'm reading there. Yeah, you just wow, you just ran two lines. makes any sense. You just ran two lines together, and you didn't confer <laughs> with the producer on any of this. Yeah, listen. That's garbage, Michael. We got to do this one serious, because this is next-level journalism and best fishing. <laughs> it seriously is, yes. You know what? Yes. Brian, do you want to take right. it over? I want to fire Mike. <laughs> I thought we were like... Locating the shroud and no, 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 we're, like we're not, we're not playing here. Mark Jeffries. <laughs> <laughs> Open it up what? You're at, you're ball. you're being asked. <laughs> you're being asked to read a script unprompted. 
And it, and it didn't come out right? <laughs> B- BTC, pick it up. How freaking dare you, Pete Clusa? <laughs> Master of show up three minutes before it's showtime. <laughs> BTC, pick up Mark Jeffries. So, so yes, yeah, so Mark's got the uh, the 101 Live, right? That was topic number one. Um, and then he's got another thing popping off. I actually know what it is, but I can't say. But it's pretty badass. It's it's the Harry Ball thing Mike was talking are we, about. Are we doing the? Uh, we're making an announcement that we're going to be making an announcement. That Allow me to Mark finish. Allow me to so finish. So you can't talk about it. Mark said he's going to make an announcement oh, of an announcement. All right, all right, all and then right. the other thing is the upcoming Twenty Feet Deep, which is badass. Who is it? It has to do with the the classic trophy that has been found that was once lost. Oh no kidding! Oh it's yeah, big, it's a big deal, Pete. It's yeah. a big, big deal. It's an I awesome. I heard about that. I heard a little bit about it. It's pretty badass. Mark did some like. They somebody sold the classic trophy. What was it, Robert yeah. Hamilton? It <laughs> might have been. I don't know who it is. I guess we're gonna have to watch Twenty Feet Deep. It's, Mark did some like it's surprise type shit on this, dude. Like it's legit. Really? Mike, sit down and get your act together. Twenty Feet Deep's yeah. badass. Look at no. you getting all dialed in the internet. I'm serious about I'm stuff about him. He's he's like. He's like our Cronkite, right? Like the rest of us are retards. He's like our Cronkite. Dude. <laughs> Dan like, that dude's serious. He's what? like Dan Ryder. <laughs> dude, you can, you're sucking up to Mark Jack. All you do is bust his chops off. Right? <laughs> Listen, don't you for one second tell me I kiss his ass because I'll kick your fucking ass out no. of the store. Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I do, I do want to say you got you do, you do have to say that Mark has vision in 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 what we're doing more than anybody. Show. Mark he Mark, did. Mark is fearless. Oh, he's fearless. But flat out Ike Live Bash You Live is directly a result of Mark Jeffries. So Agreed. that's pretty awesome. Yeah. That's Thank pretty awesome. you. Thank you for acknowledgement, Pete. You suck. <laughs> Punk. <laughs> <laughs> He also created Jark Meffries. He did, that's right. Oh, We're not fans of Jark <laughs> <laughs> What? Wait a minute, what? Is that fans? An Aqua Boy. <laughs> that was self-conscious. Uh, I think we have a we have, might have a caller on the line. Pat, you there, bud? What's going on, guys? Uh, we have Pat Renwick from Stray Cast on the line. Pat Renwick, everybody! Pat Renwick. Hey now. Hey now. Hey now. I got the ginger ninja next to me. Hey now. Hey now. Hit, hit him with the hind. Hit, hit him with, with the hind. Hello, Ginger Ninja. What's up, Pat? What's going on, guys? How you doing tonight? I'm doing good. I'm just making some delicious Asian carp stew. <laughs> and I am putting some sex wax on Dave's kayak. Oh, smoothing yeah. it out. Yeah. Now, wow, we got a Pat, we got a picture of you up on the screen, man. You're looking a little different. What what do you got? I don't know. Brian found a picture of you somewhere. It looks toothy. I'm not watching. Man. Go ahead, Pat. What do you got for us, bud? Wow. It's a nice tooth. Nothing, man. Just uh, enjoy, enjoying the show here. It's, uh, it, it's a good night, man. I, the best part about Ike Live, I think, is when you guys do the, uh, the Stand By Me story. When you guys get the old childhood stories going, man. I love it. It's good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm seeing Dave. He's in convulsions on the screen. I just walked over to the computer. What happened to Dave? You can look at the screen and see what Brian did to you. Your your good buddy, your 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 and he he dogged you. Look at it. Look at the look at the screen. Now, Pat, I, I can't I can't see it. It, I, it must be behind the time. Or something. All right, Pat, you coming up? You coming up for the event again? Oh yeah, it's the the gerbil. Is that the gerbil? I don't know. Pat, I see. Are you coming up again for the event? hundred percent, yeah. Yes. Yes. So listen, you are invited to the garden.
for yes. a legit Northeastern Italian dinner, my friend. Yes, yes. Right? Nice. Okay. And we're not talking Olive Garden here. No. <laughs> is there a jalapeno Alfredo breadsticks? No, it's my wife, Mel, her kitchen. Yeah. Uh, you bring in a ginger ninja or you bring in uh, somebody nope. else? No Hillshire Farms. If you're bringing JP, we we're don't even know. King. What are you doing? <laughs> we just we just plan the, like, the day in advance, so we'll, we'll, we'll be there. We'll be there. You and the ginger or you bring in JP? Well, we'd like to bring everybody. We'll have to see what happens. All right. Rent a bus and bring the whole crew down. It's going to be like the Partridge family bus just, coming down. Just uh, don't don't bring any Bagleys because I'll take them off. Yeah, you dirty bastards. You. Yeah. I know you. You're all invited, my friend. We're going to do Italian dinner this time in the garden. All right. <laughs> Absolutely, I appreciate that. Right, Looking God. forward to it. All right, Pat. I no want to. Pat, I want to call you to plate on something, and I, I, sure. I, I, this is serious when I'm talking about this. We joke around okay. a lot here. We say a lot of funny stuff, but <laughs> this is a serious thing. Okay. You are solely responsible, good or bad, and you, you pick your take on it. You're okay. solely responsible for making BTC famous. What? How do you feel well, about that? I don't know if that's actually an accurate statement. It's accurate. Um, I do. I, I respectfully disagree with that, Mike Iaconelli. I, you know, I think that 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 uh, Barry the Candlestick Maker was already a bass fishing personality um, prior to his appearance on the Straight Cats Outdoor Cartoon Television Show. I, I don't know. I don't. I, he he never signed an autograph until after he was on your show. And now he's Is that true? Yes, and now he signs hundreds of them. He fields hundreds daily. Yes, boobies and foreheads he signs. Whatever. He does. Yes, that he's, is true. But in fact, he, in, Pat, I don't know if you know this, but you made him so famous that his ghost came back from the dead. I'm what? a huge fan of Bride Ghost. Oh, my God! Wait a minute! <laughs> what the? <laughs> uh, hey, Pat... <laughs> Can I blow you? <laughs> That's dumb. Uh, Brian, go. Your sacks might taste. It might taste. Thank you. Brian, <laughs> <laughs> come on, Dave. You're better than that. The pet hammer, please. Boom. Brian's ghost is. Here's a true story, though, about ghosts. We had Seth Fighter on the show last week, and he actually told us that he saw a cat ghost. A ghost of his cat. A, a ghost of a cat. Here's a homo. There's no cat ghost. There's just men ghosts <laughs> running around. Too much time ghosts. in Minnesota. Minnesota ghost. <laughs> Becky's going to take your seat away, Dave. Uh, is, is Brian's ghost on Delauded right now? <laughs> Brian, Brian won't let him through. <laughs> Brian won't let the spirit through. <laughs> come through the porthole, Brian. Brian's got a hotel. Brian's ghost got a hotel dish Brian, bag. Brian <laughs> shrouded in a jerk off rag. <laughs> Does, has Brian Ghost ever Bill Cosby Dave? Yes. <laughs> Me too. Me too, Dave. Why do you think I'm, you think I'm dead? So that, ba- that Polak killed me. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. This is an outstanding edition of Like Live, Friday night, I want to tell you. Uh, stretching. Better than me. Yeah, is Pete's not laughing face the whole time. <laughs> 
<laughs> he right. was laughing during Mike's Asian car impersonation. I saw that. Uh, All right. Yeah, Pete, Pete hates Asians. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, how about we get on with the show? Yeah, yeah. Right, Dave, God take a, help us. Take a walk, Dave. All right, so Pat. Lord have mercy. Hey, I, I, I want to turn things around 360. All right, that's okay let's, with you guys. Let's turn things around. Let's Straight talk serious. Out. Let's talk yeah. serious stuff. Hold on, let me shut this yeah. mic off. There's, there's, there's nothing. I, I am not serious most of the time, but this is a serious topic, and and uh, and this is an, is an opportune moment and an opportune show to bring up this topic. You guys do a lot of good work uh, with the kids and getting kids into fishing. You know, it's, a, it's it, and and Mike, you are very influential in getting kids into fishing. You know, I mean, hands down, dude. Thank I got to compliment you Thank on you. that. Got to compliment you on that. Thank you. It's a big deal. It is really a big deal. And uh, I just want to bring some awareness uh, to the fact that May is Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month. Okay? Totally switching gears, as you can see. But, you know, the, the fact of the matter is that over 30,000 kids in this country are affected by cystic fibrosis. Okay? And, and for those that don't know, cystic fibrosis is a life-threatening disease, which, unfortunately, right now, there is no cure for this disease. Mm. Um, and it, it, it's a serious matter, no doubt about it. Yeah. Um, May, again, is Cystic Fibrosis Month. All your listeners out there, all your fans, Mike, if they could just take a peek at fightcf.cff.org, to maybe help contribute to finding that cure. Awareness is the key to finding the cure. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, and again, it's, uh, it's, it's a tough deal, man. Um, I have, a, I have a, a friend of mine, Kevin Higgins, Kevin and Joe Higgins, and their son, Nolan Higgins, is a huge fan of yours, Mike. And he has cystic fibrosis. Um, there's a, a big fundraiser coming up uh, in, I believe, it's in July, and you can find that on fightcs.cff.org uh, for Team Nolan. And Team Nolan has even adopted your slogan, Mike, the Never Give Up slogan. <coughs> Excuse me. The Never Give Up slogan for their team. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and anything anybody can do could help. And I'm not here telling people to, st- you know, do every stop what you're doing, give a donation. But just educate yourself on this disease. Go to fightcf.cff.org. Find it in your heart. If it's there, help find the cure. So, all I'm asking. Well said. Well said. Well said. Yeah, I, I don't know if you guys very, very remember, but my my brother passed away from CF. My uh, half brother Michael. Mike Mike Stock. Yeah, you guys can't hear me out there. Yeah. Remember my brother. Mike? I can hear you, Brian. Yeah, my brother had cystic fibrosis. He passed away at 21. 21. Yep. Wow. That's so. tough. Yeah, yeah, I mean, hate to bring it down, but it is a serious deal. And I mean, and think about uh, you know all the kids that that are more fortunate that you know uh, out there, and at the same time, think of kids that are less fortunate. If that makes any sense whatsoever, um, it's uh, and, and you know, and kids like Nolan, man, he's the kid's an awesome fisherman. The kid's a little hammer, you know. <laughs> I think Brian's got some pictures of him. 
Yeah, he's up there now. On some ice dude combos that he that um, Aaron stole in Centinola. <laughs> <laughs> that is an ice dude combo. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> so, you guys, I appreciate um, the opportunity to do this, uh, to talk about this on your show. I appreciate all you guys do for the Straight Cash Show, and I sincerely appreciate all that you guys do for the Bass Fishing Galaxy. Immensely. Immensely, guys. Oh, thank you, Pat. Appreciate you, Pat. Yeah, appreciate yeah. it. And th- thanks for bringing this up. Thanks for bringing this to light to people. It's it's important, so appreciate that. Hey, hey, Pat. Absolutely, man. You guys take care of my Asian carpet burning. I got to give ten to it here <laughs> on the show. So. Hey, Pat, it's Dave. Hit me up later on with how many how many bodies you're coming up with, man. Okay, you got it. I will do. Thank you. Thank you for the invite, bro. Yep. You're the best, bud. We'll see you. All right, you guys take care. Good see you later. Pat. Thanks again. Pat Renwick, everybody. Wow. Hillshire Farms at Dave Rosnick's house. <laughs> nah, I'll have me some Pat Ramwick. I hope Pat brings up the whole crew. That'd be cool, man. Yeah. Be cool hanging out with those guys. Get them some legit. They ain't like us, bro. Italian food, man. Yeah. Them guys, they don't, they don't like the ball busting. I can tell you no, that right now. <laughs> not at all. I, I can tell like with the, the classic, it wasn't Uh-oh. that way. Really? Uh-oh. Not the same, dude. Wow. Pat, Pat can handle it. The rest of those guys. Yeah. We, Jer- people from Jersey, man. They're not ready of our own. Uh, they're, they're not ready for us, dickheads. Pat had me call in and roast his whole crew. Uh-uh. Oh my god! Oh, I smoked them. They smoked them all. Dave, they wanted to fight. Just speechless. It was no laughs at all in the room. Oh my god! It <laughs> was silent. I felt wow. bad. I still feel bad. I'll never do it again. I'll never do it again. Since Christmas, they're still swole about it, Dave. They're good people, man. That's funny. It's my. It's my. You know. Nah, it's not your fault, dude. No, but the podcast I listen to, you know, it's like BTL and and them guys in fear fishing. That's it, man. Yeah. They're, they're the free fishing podcast I listen to. Yeah, dude. yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, Brian Carpenter, we've got approximately uh, just about, uh, let's see. 30 about seconds. five of 11. Well, what would you like to do? You want to just head out here? You want to sign out here in a couple minutes? Yeah, dude. All right, let's up. do that. I've had enough. Uh let me thank everybody Pete, for watching speech. and listening tonight. Pete, you gotta admit, this has been a fucking this has been a killer show. Yeah. Killer show. Killer show. Uh let me real it's quick had its highs and lows. It's had its highs and lows. <laughs> real quick, let me remind everybody, please check out the sponsors that help this show and support this show. Uh Mystery Tackle Box. Um use the promo code Ike Live. Uh get some money off your first tackle box. Liquid Mayhem, Ike Live 25. Real Snot, Ike Live 25. 25% off your first purchase. Flambo, use the promo code Ike Live 20% off everything. Uh, line Cutters, Ike Rules 20 for Ike Rules 20 for 20% off everything. And of course, Bash University, use the promo code Ike Live. Pete, get your first 30 days fr- 30 days free. Check it out. It's all you need. Scope it. And do not. Forget them Hobie kayaks. Get them on the side of your house, guys. You don't have to charge the batteries. You don't have nothing to worry about. There's no guilt about having it Unless there. you get that mini power pole and the sonar units. Elite and, 7. And, and, and right. Let's talk about Bash University. <laughs> <and why you laughs> should, uh, for yeah. everybody watching and listening, if you want to go back and listen and watch old episodes of Ike Live, you can get them on IkeLive.com, iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube and the best of on Bassmaster.com. Uh, 
Man, if you're at iTunes, while you're there, please give us a comment. Give us a favorable comment. It'll help grow the show. Upcoming show. <laughs> next show, Brian DeCarpenter. Next show is May 20... May 24. May 24. It's a Thursday night. Thursday night. Next Ike Live show. I want to thank all our guests tonight. Start with the studio. Pete Glusick, John McGraw, Dave Brodzik, Brian DeCarpenter, Eric the Intern. Thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Thank you to our guests... Wesley Strader, Kevin Van Dam, Gene Gilliland, Asian Carp, and Pat Renwick. Thank you for joining us. And and (laughs) and Brian's ghost. Brian's the ghost with the uh, the the JO the towel wrapped around. You got got to work on your material, Dave. Yeah, appreciate that. And uh, thank you guys for watching tonight, Matt Lee. Thank you oh. for tur- turning back in. Stormtrooper. <laughs> he, he's still here. Thank you for coming back in. Uh, appreciate it. And, as usual, man, apologies to Dick Morris. We were supposed to have him on, but we just somehow <laughs> we're ran getting out of him time. on. Hope everybody has a great weekend, a great night. We'll see you soon for Mike Live. Good night, everybody. Bye. <laughs>